Party time is here again, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of Sleepy Hour with Chad Prather, where I'm going to talk you into sleep. Chance, the soulless ginger rapper, is at the helm. Studio 22, flying us into the nether regions of all things meditative. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. Working on a couple of weeks here of no voice. That's the way it works. But it does make me sound very sultry. Oh, yeah, party foul, Steve. You never stop talking. That's why you don't give your voice a chance to rest. Nope, I do. I could, let me tell you something. So years ago when all this stuff started and, and Cooper Wade and I were out doing music shows and stuff like that, <clears throat> my voice was so weak that trying to compete with Cooper Wade, who is very, very loud, it was next to impossible to keep my voice so by the end of a set i mean it was done it was gone it was spent really halfway through the set he doesn't even need a pa system he is he's very loud he's out there uh and my voice has gotten stronger over the years it it can withstand things but there's little things like people want to come up to you in bars or live venues or whatever and they want to talk to you they want to have a conversation and you're competing with the stereo system the sound system or the band that's on stage and it sounds kind of rude, but sometimes you just have to say, I can't talk to you right now unless you want to step outside or let's get someplace quiet. Because it, it destroys my voice. And that's what happened to me the other week. So here we are. You might have been doing a shot of whiskey, too. That probably doesn't help. Says who? I don't know. <laughs> Show me the me science any. behind that party, fellas. There's, no sci- there's no science. I was just trying to, yeah. I was trying to help you out, make excuses. Kentucky Kyle is back, and of course Tony's sitting over there. Guys, we're just chilling. We're in the living room here, Studio Twenty Two, just hanging out at the pub. You guys are looking at me like I'm all knowing. I am, uh, and I'm glad you guys are here. Go, those of you who have tuned in, have you subscribed to the YouTube channel? I, there's like 600 of you watching right now. I just know that because I know, and. There'll be 1,500 here shortly, uh, and I want every one of you to make sure that you go in and subscribe. We've been stuck at 291,000 subscribers on YouTube for about two weeks now, and that's too long to be stuck at 291,000, right? I want us to hit, I would love it if we hit 2021 with 300,000 YouTube subscribers. When I walk past Glenn Beck's dressing room, there is a plaque, there's a trophy there for when he achieved 100,000 YouTube subscribers. YouTube's never sent me a plaque, Candace. And for any mile marker, when I hit 100,000, quarter million, never got that, never got it. I bet it's somewhere. Probably got lost in the mail. They've never sent me a freaking thing. I have several friends. They have theirs. Who? Granger Smith, when he hit his, when his channel that he does, the Smiths or whatever it is. Yeah. He has, he has, he has a plaque. YouTube's never sent me a plaque. Candace, can you get on that? Could you talk to him over at Big Tech? Yeah, I'll call YouTube right now. It's call probably up. in the mail room. Chuck's hanging on to it or something. No, I should have gotten right that a long, long time ago, but I never have. Social media is hard on us, folks. It's very, very hard on us. YouTube doesn't want us criticizing the government. Uh, Facebook is fact-checking everything. There's no such thing as an independent fact-checker that's out there. Uh, you got to be careful. Your opinions are now being called uh, fake news. And that's that's a damn shame because free speech is a major bastion of uh, it's a a stalwart. It is a 
bulwark, if you will, of, of American freedom. And they're trying to stomp all over that. So um, crazy how that stuff works. Party foul Steve just thinks he knows. Yeah, I do know some things, but you, but that's uh, why you don't ever. But there's get so many people that are that anything they read on the internet or on Facebook or something like that, even the uh, sat- satire stuff like Babylon B and stuff like that, and they believe that that is, you know, fact. Yeah. So, but it's not my responsibility to make up for people's stupidity. No, I I understand that, but apparently they, you know, Facebook thinks it's up to them to. Yeah. I mean, Facebook, for instance, started out as an, it's an entertaining, it's an entertainment platform. I should be able to post jokes. I should be able to say anything I want to say on there and people can take it as they want. They don't let me do that anymore. Used to be, uh, it used to be that put a video out there, 10 million, 15 million, 30 million in some cases, 40 million, 90 million video views on video. 32 million people watching the Kiki Challenge. Yeah, it was 20, 20 some odd million that watched that thing. Yeah. Now, if one gets a quarter million, success. It's, it's pathetic how the numbers have gone. So, um, you know, that's why people are like, why don't you block that troll? The troll actually helps us get better numbers. Yeah, it does. Why? Because they're creating engagement. So troll away, my friends, troll away. You've had uh, some interesting trolls lately, too. It seems like that has increased a little bit more. Yeah, what's funny is when it's people I know that troll me. That troll you and create memes about you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just actually really helps things out. Dumbass. Yeah, I ran into someone <laughs> the other day at an event, and they said, so-and-so did that. And I asked them when I saw him, I said, are you just that stupid? Because, you know, I want to get into this today because I have the ability. I could make people's lives very miserable if I wanted to. Yeah. I could abuse the power that I have, the power of the platform. I'll explain how I could do that when we come back. Thankfully, I'm not that way. I'm not that guy. Uh, this year's reminded us that, of a lot of stuff. And we're going to talk about this year. I want to I kind of recap some of 2020 and talk about the future. But it, one of the things this year's reminded us is how important it is that we look after the ones we love and how we go about doing that. Well, holiday season's here. I want to give you the gift of safety, accuracy, and self-defense. What you need to do is get yourself an iTarget Pro. Because when the government can't or won't protect your family, self-defense ultimately becomes your only option. Most of us don't have time to go out and consistently and regularly train. Plus, ammo is expensive right now and hard to find. So they invented iTarget Pro. Using their proprietary app and laser bullet, you can now train safely in the convenience of your own home with your actual firearm. iTarget Pro comes in the major calibers, including two, two, three, and five, five, six, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm you own. Now, today, you can save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code CHAD. I spell it CHAD at checkout when you go to itargetpro.com. It's the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in just a few days. Now, this holiday season, give a gift that is is a bullseye, one that is absolutely on target with letter I, targetpro.com. itargetpro.com. Use offer code CHAD. Be right back. You know, you, you talk about the trolls and people like that. I, we've had people who've tried to ruin us, quote unquote, 
you know they want to put stuff out there and try to make you look bad look we do that by ourselves we make ourselves look plenty bad but you have people who want to say oh so-and-so said this you said this or so-and-so did this i got i get all this stuff people come to me and they're like i can't believe what that person said about you online and i'm like i don't even know what they said so it really doesn't matter but there, there's always those uh, good Samaritans who want to make sure you know that somebody's talking shit about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, we don't need to hear it. We just, we live, we get enough of it, you know? Uh, I mean, not everybody can be Kentucky cow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've set a good example, but you know. <laughs> not everybody can. And at the same time, I don't want Tony to cut your throat. Because. Me either. Because she will. Yeah, she will. She yes, will. I will. Like a ninja, I will creep up behind you, yeah. and you'll never know. There's a lot going on over there. A lot of angst, and she'll that that little five foot nothing will cut your throat. But you know, when I've got a platform of however many millions of people on different social media platforms, um, I mean, I could ruin businesses. I could ruin. I could put stuff out there and call you all kind of names and things like that. And so that's my thing: is don't cross me but Just people do that me. like in the day that we're living in now yeah it could happen like that like that yeah, it quick. can it can um people can make things up about you they can create things i can create I've, I've got an app on my phone i can create fake text messages that look real and you do all that your photoshop is crazy i mean the whole thing is weird yeah We've well had to- and you know and you know i know very personally that people take situations and they turn it into whatever they want to because they want to be malicious. They want yeah. to stir that yeah. pot. They want to create that chaos within somebody else's life. Yeah, they do. And they get off on it because, you know, I've used the old adage of, of what's easier for me to pull you up on a chair or if I'm standing on the chair or for you to pull me down on the floor. It's easier for you to pull me down. And there are folks who uh, they never want you, your success to rise above their level of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. You know, so they can't they, they're jealous of success or they're jealous of, of one thing or another. Uh, that's just the nature of the world we live in. And, you know, look, life's not fair. And, and I'm going somewhere with this because let's face it. Um, we live in a in a small global community these days. I can be on the other side of the planet in less than 24 hours. And I can, I can go anywhere in the world very, very fast. Right. Um and it used to be you had to sail around the world. It took you months to do that, or you couldn't do it at all, or people were scared to do it. I can jump on an airplane, and I'm going to, uh, and, and fly all the way across the country You know, in the next couple of days. We do that stuff. We don't even think about it. That's why we, we worry about things like coronavirus because people are traveling, and there's you know all this stuff, and you can take your diseases here and there and wherever. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, how did something from China get all the way to America that fast? We, lit, we inhabit this planet, but we also inhabit a social atmosphere. And we, we, we've been inundated with social media, mainstream media, all these different things that has really made our bubbles a lot smaller. So we have to, we have to deal with each other, right? Um, but, it, but the psychology of people hasn't changed ever. People are still the same. And I don't care where you go in the world. I can, I, redneck is everywhere, for instance. And when I say redneck, I just mean being trashy. It's everywhere. It's in every community. It's in every, every state. It's in every nation. It's around the world. I mean, everywhere out there, there's somebody using duct tape to hold, you know, the, the screen door up. 
Kyle's not even offended by this. No, That's, I mean it's a no. I mean I'm just describing his 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 neighborhood. <laughs> you know, I, I'm like <clears throat> redneck is everywhere. I've been to Africa, man. They used to run the the phone lines down the street. They'd get to a pole and wrap it around the pole and run it on to the next. And there'd be a thousand lines because they were all coming from different houses and different buildings. They would all come from. There'd be a thousand of them, just gobs of them, look like a big old popsicle uh, or or a big old lollipop at the top of that telephone pole because it was wrapped with so many wires up there, just a big old rubber ball that was up there. And then they'd run it on to the next deal because everybody had their own wire. I'm like, damn, that's redneck. And that was in Nigeria. Okay, <laughs> that was in Nigeria, baby. They'd set up these big old transformer poles. They'd come in there within a day and tear them all down and take the metal to use them for something else. They couldn't have nothing. We can't have nice things around here, y'all. That's the deal. So the psychology of man hasn't changed. People still are selfish. People are still deceitful. They still tell lies. They still sleep around on each other. They still are, are sexually driven. They still do all these weird things that we, you know, if, if it was exposed to the light, we'd all be ashamed of ourselves. But let's face it, we've all done it. We've all done stupid things. We've all told little white lies. Doesn't excuse it. But if you take it, as you said, if you take certain things, if you take it out of the context and you put it out there, then you can, make, you can really make people look like shit. You know what I mean? And, and some people don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. They That's just, right. They just love being in the spotlight or want to take what's yours or what you've worked for. Yeah. And, and, and try to steal that, you know? Well, and, it's, and people, that jealousy factor typically comes from those who are not willing to put in that work or effort, didn't have the imagination, didn't yeah. have the creativity. And they see what you have done, and they're thinking to themselves, well, how did you do that? Yeah. You know, and yeah. when it comes to blood, sweat, and tears, that, 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 that has never changed either. Well, it's just like people keep asking me, you think we'll have a civil war? No, people are too lazy. They're too lazy. Well, somebody, you know, the other day, you know, said something about you and your, you know, T-shirt business. Yeah. You know. Something that provides a living for not just my family, but about six or seven other people that you employ. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, our guys that, you know, behind the scenes that print the shirts and stuff like that. How's that? You just attacked him, but you attacked all of us, too. Yeah, probably about nine or ten families. Yeah. Um, that, that profit off of that, uh, make a living off of that. And, but that's the thing. People, because people say, oh, well, Chad's just getting rich off of T-shirts. Well... <laughs> No, no, we're able to employ people and we're able to drive an economy based off of that. So what happened with me this year and, and looking back on 2020, as I want to do in this episode a little bit, I'm going to do it kind of from a personal level. Quarantine hit. Uh, every performing arts venue in America shut down. No, we're not having it. Bar shut down. Venues shut down. Not, not going to have people. Everybody's got a social distance. Nobody can go out. So our schedule for 2020 literally came to a screeching halt. So what do we do? We have people that work with us, people that work for us. And we had to come up with something. So this was the first year we truly started pushing things like merchandise. Well, and some people look at our social media and they're like, well, man, you're pushing a little too much of it. Uh, well, we have no choice. We have to push it because we have mouths to feed. We have people to take care of. And a couple of things happened this year. Uh, business grew. Business grew, which means we were able to hire actually more people, bring more people around. Uh, this time last year, you didn't know who Kentucky Kyle was. Nope. But now Kentucky Kyle's hanging around. He's one of us. He's part of the team. 
Um, we were able to do that because of, of folks' generosity and, and providing a, a product for people. And, it, and it, it stimulated an economy that was shutting down. It stimulated our economy, you know, at least those around us, and we were able to do things with it. Well, when the venues started opening back up, what did I do? People, they started booking me back on shows. Well, there were musicians out there. There were comedians. There were folks who couldn't get jobs, couldn't get gigs, and they were suffering. So what do we do? I split my money four, five, six ways at times to bring people and put them on stage. And then what do we have? We had people who said, I came to your show at Billy Bob's, and I didn't like it. We came to see you, not all those other people. Yeah. I don't give a shit because I'd rather you – uh, spend two hours eating your food, drinking your beer, and you know watching the show that we're working hard to put on that maybe didn't fit up to your standards. I mean, I didn't like Star Wars Part Eight, but I, you know, I, I, I'm not writing a letter to Lucasfilm. <laughs> you Are you know? sure about that, Chad? Huh? You, you you strike me as the type that if it you didn't like it enough, you would. Write I mean, I didn't like Jar Jar Binks, but no, I didn't start bitching did. at J.J. <laughs> Abrams or whoever was directing that version of Star Wars. Uh, you know, but I mean, hey, they still kept the franchise going, and that was the deal. I wanted, I wanted to make sure that people out there who needed work were getting work, and mm-hmm. that's what we did. We stimulated the economy. It's been a hard year for everybody. So you have those people out there who aren't doing shit for anybody else. They want to complain about the shit you're doing. Yep. Well, they want it handed to them. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's my thing. We got people in the comments right now going, this episode isn't funny. Kiss our ass. We're not trying to be funny Life all the time. Life isn't always funny. I mean, you know, Candace can, <laughs> can just sits over there half asleep most of the time. <laughs> but, you know, she does like siestas. Look at her. But that's my thing. We've worked hard. We've done what we could do. And, and then you have the people who want to come up and troll it because of the jealousy. And they say, well, hey, you, well, you don't work. You just do. You sit there and run your mouth. You run social media or you do those things. That's not real work. It's not how the rest of the world lives. Well, if it's so easy, you should do it. Well, Uncle Sam says it's a real job. Uncle Sam <laughs> likes it uh, yeah. come April 15th. He says it's a real job. My CPA says it's a real job. So, so uh, my point is, go do it. I want you over the course of the next six to 12 months to start yourself a social media business and get your ass to work. Sell me some overpriced t-shirts <laughs> and let me know how that works out for you. You can sell you. Our price range is very good. We have, uh, yeah, we, we sell $24 shirts. You can go on our website and buy them for 10 bucks. I was going to say, there's, they're on sale. There's a regular sale going all the time. Yeah, and then you have people who say, man, you're just divisive. You just want to stir the pot. No, I'm a person of conviction. I have my beliefs. I talk about my now, opinions. Now, I like to stir the pot. Yeah, you like to stir the pot. I, I, are, I mean, I don't care if the pot gets stirred or not. If you pet the cat the wrong way, uh, tell the cat to turn the f*** around. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my attitude towards the whole thing. Time stamp that, Candace. Um, you know, spin that cat. <laughs> But I, that's just sort of where I live, man, because at the end of the day, you're only responsible for you. You can only take care of you and your own. That is the essence of self-government. It is the essence of entrepreneurialism. It's the et- essence of capitalism. It's the essence of freedom. It's the essence of, of liberty and, and responsibility. And, and you just get out there and you get shit done. And that's the way, that's the way you ought to live your life. Pull yourself yep. up by your bootstraps. 
when you fall down, pick yourself up, blaze your own trail, make your own way. Uh, blue collar folks out there, you know, and I give a shout out to the folks out there, like the, the folks in the trucking industry. Those of you who are traveling all across the roads, making sure that goods get delivered to places across this country. God bless you for doing that, because it's an unsung job. It's a job that's thankless. It's a job that a lot of people don't think about. Yeah, you see those trucks and don't they're just a blur on the side of the highway when you're driving past them or they're driving past you. You're just like, oh, well, there goes another big semi. I got to get around it. No, that's a hardworking man or woman who's out there trying to get stuff done. Uh, it's unsung. People don't know who they are. They're not wearing capes, but they should. They're the heroes that are out there. And there's a lot of those folks out there in America today who aren't getting the kind of credit they deserve. But that's the blue collar, hardworking person that I'm talking about that makes America great. Those are the folks. And um, you want to. But the thing is, it drives me crazy that people want to kill that spirit. Yeah. They want to kill that spirit because because they don't have enough of the the inner shit spa to go out there and do it themselves that's better they want the attention that it gets to them so you know kyle and i were talking about this yesterday um uh i don't have employees i don't don't do i don't have employees i have teammates we're a team what we do steve kyle allison everybody knows allison what we do tony uh we're teammates this is all if if i grow we all grow you know, and that's what we've always done. That's why we've always made this isn't this is the Chad Prather show, but that's why we have hot news, Natalie, and Party Foul Steve, and and uh, and Candice. Somebody came to me the other day. I was at a bar, I was at a venue, and somebody said, "Give me a nickname." And I was like, "Why would I give you a nickname?" And they're like, "Cause I want you to give me a nickname." And I'm like, "You're not a part of what I do." <laughs> well, I mean, it's like yeah. a cowboy. You ain't earned your hat. Why would I give you a nickname? I don't want to. If I give you a nickname, you're part of the team. You're in. And Tony, who will always just be Tony, just like Sarah Gonzalez will always just be Sarah Gonzalez, because there's so much to those women that you can't add nothing to it. <laughs> Reba, you just need yeah. one name. You usually take away. You just call her T. Usually it's just T. I call her T, so. but still. Girl, you sweet tea to me. Hey, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Uh, Built Bar's Tasty is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You got 18 amazing flavors. You got the nine chocolate nut flavors, nine chocolate nut free flavors. BuiltBar.com is where you need to be. They're covered in 100% chocolate, ooey gooey, kind of like my sweet tea is. Uh, soft and easy to chew. Yeah. Built Bars are healthy, great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat like my sweet tea. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. I want you guys to go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code CHAD. I spell it Chad. You'll get 20% off your first order. Use promo code Chad for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Be right back. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with The Price is Right. Um, speaking of The Price is Right, here's an article that Ken DC gave me. I got so mad I wadded it up. Look at that. And, um, <laughs> and I, I had to fish it out of the trash can because it just pissed me off that much. These virtue signaling jackasses out there that want to talk like they are so big and bad and so compassionate and so big hearted. And you just need to be as altruistic as they are. 
This is out of Cosmopolitan Magazine. Cosmopolitan Magazine is, it is so ridiculously woke. So woke. Candace reads that magazine a lot, apparently. She goes online just to piss me off. Uh-huh. She goes to cosmopolitan.com just to find articles to piss me off. Uh, I paid off $70,000 in student loans. 70000 in student loans, but I still want college debt canceled for everyone else. All right. I want you all to try to follow this logic. People saying that student loan forgiveness isn't fair. Okay, first of all, let me, let me just stop right there. Student loan forgiveness, forgiveness, such a compassionate word. Everybody should be forgiving, right? You just forgive it. Just absorb it. People saying that student loan forgiveness isn't fair to those of us who already paid off debt have no idea what they're talking about. So first of all, when you tell me that I have no idea what I'm talking about, I take issue with that, first of all. That's, that's like one of those offensive phrases to me, Kyle. Yeah. When, when, I, when I know I know something about what I'm, I don't know everything I'm talking about. But to tell me I don't know anything I'm talking about. I was mugged once. The mugger took my credit cards, $80 in cash, a pair of crab-shaped earrings that held sentimental value, and a couple loose Xanax I saved for emergencies. Now, I'm already judging you (laughs) right now. I'm already judging you. When you told me I don't know what I'm talking about, and you want to tell me about your sentimental crab-shaped earrings and your loose Xanax that you saved for emergencies. I now believe everyone who walks down that same street should be mugged. There should be no safety advancements, no street lamps, no cameras, no better services installed to prevent people from needing to mug others in the first place. Everyone should have my same tough learning experience of being mugged. They should suffer like I did. Otherwise, it's just unfair. How'd that sound? Like I was being selfish, cruel, and absurd? Yeah, well, so do the folks who suggest that unfair that it's unfair to cancel student debt when some people have already paid theirs off in full. Nearly half of people say forgiving student loans is unfair to those who have already paid theirs off, according to a student loan hero survey. But in 2018, I paid off $70,000 in student loans, and you better believe I'd be thrilled to see all student loan debt canceled immediately. Our country is closer than ever before to making that happen with the Biden administration forthcoming. Chuck Schumer, Elizabeth Warren have pushed to cancel the first $50,000 of federal student debt per person. President-elect Biden has supported canceling $10,000 of debt for all borrowers. Skipping on. Uh, And no, it wouldn't be unfair to people like me. But again, that's what nearly half the people surveyed seem to think. Let me explain. She's going to explain it to you. Those of us who once believed paying off our loans would make us feel accomplished, responsible, and trustworthy, are all being scammed. We were fed the lie that if others don't struggle, our struggles had been devalued. All throughout my debt-saddled years, I was brainwashed into thinking paying off my loans was a duty, something that is moral and would teach me discipline. I thought it was an honorable thing to do. But therein lies the scam. Honor doesn't keep a roof over my head or food on my plate. There's nothing to be proud of for having your, quote, honor of graduating college and starting your life under a mountain of debt that, oh, yeah, you also have to pay interest on. There's nothing noble about not being able to start a savings account because your government doesn't see the value in unburdening its young people. Or about living in a country that can't seem to figure out how to make education affordable and accessible to all. I, I know my truckers are out there listening to this podcast right now, and they're pissed off. I'm pissed off, too. That was me, not her. <laughs> 
You'd never say that, let's see, uh, because people have died of cancer. It would be unfair to provide life-saving treatment to the newly afflicted. You'd never tell a child to grab an old notepad and pencil to write a homework essay when their teacher is expecting a typed report. Our society grows and changes for the better all the time. We wise up. We evolve. We make life easier for the people who come after us. Uh, What if, just what if life going forward wasn't hard in unnecessary ways? Maybe people wouldn't have to earn through pain and hardship the basic human right of education. Boy, oh boy. When you say if we forgive student loans, it's unfair to those who have already paid their student loans. You're making the bizarre argument that no one should have access to future benefits of positive societal change simply because it isn't fair to you. In the immortal words of drag queen Naomi Smalls, life's not fair. Yeah, Naomi Smalls, the drag queen, coined that phrase, guys, (laughs) just so y'all know. But life can and does get better all the time. That should be a goal we all support instead of begrudge. You don't have to get mugged just because I did. We can all agree to improve the safety of the street. That was Gabby Dunn. She's a New York Times bestselling author. Well, Gabby, here's the deal, honey. I got two trains of thought, so you go ahead. Well, I'm going to stay calm. I'm going to stay calm. Because I I don't get worked up over that level of ignorance like that. Uh, Gabby, if you were mugged and they took your clam-shaped earrings or your crab-shaped earrings or whatever the F they were, and your loose Xanax and um, your wallet and all that stuff and your keys or whatever, the cash... And then they turned around and handed it to the person walking behind you. Would you ask for it back? Would you say, hey, that's my stuff? Of course you would. But if the person refused to give it to you, that would be an injustice. It would not be fair. You're right. Life's not fair. In the words of Naomi Smalls, the drag queen. (laughs) So here's the thing. What if... What if, what if every time you walk down that street, somebody took your stuff and turned around and gave it to the person walking behind you? Remember, you're supposed to make it better for the person coming behind you. Maybe the person behind you needs those Xanax for, you know, emergencies. How many times would you continue walking down that street giving away your Xanax to the person walking behind you? Once. (laughs) That's exactly right. It's I got my truck broken into at a restaurant. In San Antonio, where they took some stuff out and stuff. I've never been back to that restaurant because of that. No, I, I, I will never stay at the Westin Hotel in Irving, Texas, because that's where they stole my truck. Yeah. I will never do that again. Um, I'm not going to do that. You did it to me once. You're asking for a continual, quote, forgiveness of student debt. That means you are going to not be absolving it. You are going to be taxed in order to pay it off because it is not free. So this idea that the federal government just needs to absorb it means that you are going to be paying more for every person that comes behind you from now into perpetuity and until you die. So, no, I don't think that you know what you're talking about, honey, whenever you come up with that type of synopsis. And by the way, paying for a college education is not the same as being mugged. It is a choice that you make. You didn't have to walk down that street. And guess what? People don't have to go to college. 
either. So if you feel like it's robbery to go pay a tuition, then it's very simple. You don't go. No one is forcing you at gunpoint like a mugging in order to go get financial aid. And it's that simple. Folks, life's about habits. This year, we've been uh, more focused than ever before on the health of ourselves and those we love. But what happens after that? How do you plan to ensure your body's immune system forever? Winter coming. You got to take care of yourself. Uh, Even though it seems apparently the flu has been eradicated, I still want you to be healthy. I recommend you take Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition every single day. Loaded with antioxidants, Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables plus green tea, ginger, turmeric, and beets. It's the powerful combination that not only helps support heart health, but it supports a healthy immune system, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion. It is complete with pre and probiotics. Uh, Field of Greens is not only good for you, it's good for the entire family. So if you got the kids, put them on it. If you got athletes living in the house, put them on it. Got to take it. You just take a scoop of uh, the Field of Greens, you put it in a glass of water, stir it up, drink it, and you're good to go. Go to BrickHouseChad.com and get 15% off your first order with the promo code CHAD. I spell it CHAD at checkout. Available in multiple flavors. Go to BrickHouseChad.com. That is BrickHouseChad.com. Use promo code CHAD. Well, Steve, do you think that the federal government is a predatory lender? Yes. All right. I think they just, they will give you that money for your education is all you do is go fill out some paperwork they don't care what your job is they don't is they give it to you easy and uh which that the colleges know that so that's why the colleges are so expensive so expensive they drive it up people talk about affordable health care what about affordable education yeah not about free education no uh, i don't want anything for free but no. you know well first of all it is just, we talked about human nature earlier. People don't value what they don't invest in, right? They don't value what they don't pay for. It, 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 that's why people who win the lottery are broke again in two years. I'd like to give that a try. I want to give it a shot because <laughs> it can buy me a boat. That's my thing. I, yeah. I want to give it a shot. But you don't value it unless you earn it. Um, and that's a hard thing because it, it, that's why I keep saying college would just be high school 2.0 if you if if you're not investing in it 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 becomes but it should be affordable i mean it's ridiculous that elizabeth warren could go in and teach one class at harvard and make four hundred thousand dollars a year and that's that's not equitable that doesn't that does that's not let's let's focus on the equity of the whole thing um now in a free market economy they can pay her whatever they want to pay her but i shouldn't be forced to do that to go get an education and then get it you also factor in that a lot of these schools are not brick and mortar anymore it's just so much of it right. the overhead cost has to be down because of online most of it's online especially now during covid okay so let's talk about that for a minute if i said to you that i went to columbia international university or I went to the University of Georgia. You would think, well, that uh, University of Georgia, that's a pretty prestigious school. 
you would think that that would be a, a, a higher education. Like, mm, that's, a, that's a more reputable college. Mm-hmm. I went to both. Okay. Columbia International University was a private school that actually cost me more money to go to. But it's not, doesn't have that name recognition, right? Uh, it doesn't have that same uh, je ne sais quoi, so to speak. People say, oh, University of Georgia. Yeah, man, that's cool. That's a great school. Go dogs. But you can't tell me what the mascot of Columbia International University is. <laughs> can't tell me. Nope. <laughs> can't tell me. Uh, and so that you, you can't do that. You can't tell me anything about it. You can't tell me about the field of study. You can't do all that because people don't pay attention to those kind of things. I got more education at Columbia International University than I did at University of Georgia. I'm talking about quality education in terms of what I still use to this day. I got more at Columbia than I got at. So, so if, but if I say Harvard or UTA, most people don't even know what UTA stands for. University of Texas, Arlington. Uh, Harvard's going to cost me, you know, $60,000 a semester, maybe more. I don't know. Um, UTA, I can take a class online. So we devalue actual education in the name of honor and prestige and name recognition. It shouldn't be that way. That's why I say it's not equitable. People get an education. You look at it, and what do we say? Well, you got a bachelor's degree, but you really need an MBA. Okay, we just shit all over that person's degree anyway. So why did that person waste four or five years of their life paying for that student loan when you're just going to shit on it as an employer? Uh, well, I'm going to need you to go get a master's degree. I need you to go, you know, get get an, one more degree, then we'll we'll consider you and all that stuff. So it's a never-ending cycle on this thing. We've already gotten to a point where a bachelor's degree really isn't worth that much anymore unless you have a master's degree. People don't employers don't even want to look at you. They don't even want to take a look at you unless you get really fortunate or you know somebody or there's some nepotism in place. So, so this whole college education thing is we got to change the way we look at this whole deal. The whole thing. If a person graduates from Ashford.edu, which is a sponsor of this show, they go, they go online. And, you know, Ashford does it right in a big, big way because, you know, these online deals, you go on there and you get it. You still got to put in the work. You got to put in the hours. You got to read the books. You got to write the papers. You got to do the stuff. You got to pass the tests. Well, I mean, you got to do all that stuff at Harvard, too. But we've, we've created this mindset, this culture that I got to go to the name recognized prestigious university and get a degree from there. And somehow that's more important. You know, I can get a nursing degree at TCU, cost me $35,000, $40,000 semester, or I can come over here and pay $25,000 to UTA and get the entire master's program, be a nurse practitioner. It's yeah. a difference. That's the problem. People are stupid because they, they want to, oh, he's like getting mugged. I don't want anybody else to get mugged. Well, don't do dumb shit. <laughs> Don't walk down the same stupid ass street. I mean, how many times, how many, how many case studies do you need to know uh, that you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to keep walking down the same street? What do we do? We keep repeating the same process. Insanity, as Einstein said, is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. But what do we do? Kids grow up, send them off to TCU, send them off to Harvard, send them to University of Georgia. Great schools. Don't get me wrong. If you can pay for them. Yeah. Cadillac's a great car if you can pay for it. Community College. Yeah. Palo Alto, San Antonio. There you go. (laughs) Nothing wrong with it, man. El Centro Business College, El Centro Community Business College right here in downtown Dallas. Yeah. You know how many minorities are down there? How many Hispanics are at El Centro? They're down there getting an education. Yeah. Isn't that right, Candace? Your family go to El Centro? 
See, you laugh. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Why would you say something like that, Chad Prather? Because you're Hispanic. The, uh, or something. I don't know what you are. Uh, queen of the Ethiopians. But you don't know. But see, we laugh at stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I went to Palo Alto. Yeah. Right? I went to Stephen F. Austin. Nothing wrong with Stephen F. Austin University. Not a damn thing wrong with that school. But we look at that and we judge Where'd it. Where'd you go? You went everywhere. I went to community college first. Yep. Because when I had to pay for it out of my pocket, it was a good school. It was a great foundation. They enforced your grades or what going to get you into the degree plan that you want in order to go to the university I had to go to in order to get my bachelor's, in order to get my master's. So, but I chose based on the reputation of that degree program rather than the school itself. So I'm, you know, I... And you have a very specialized degree. Yes, I do. And a very specialized career path and profession. Correct. Not everybody has that. And that's why I also say, you ain't got to go to college. You ain't got to go to college. You can be very successful. Make plenty of money uh, with skilled trade. You don't have to go to college. So this idea that everybody's owed something because somebody else had it, that is just simply not the way it is. That is not the way it is. So we got to get off of this. And unfortunately, we're not going to get off of it anytime soon. Um, we saw it happen this year. We saw it happen. Uh, some people lost their jobs. Some people didn't lose their jobs. Some businesses were able to stay open. Some businesses weren't able to stay open. Well, that ain't fair either. No, it ain't not. right. It's uh, for the government to come down and say what's essential and what's not essential. Yeah. I can promise you everybody I know of that works, that provides for their family, that's essential. Damn essential. Y'all hang tight. Be right back. Dear children, if you would like to support the ministries of the Chad Prather Show here on Blaze TV, Venmo at Party Foul Steve. You can go to watchchad.com <laughs> where all the fun stuff is and just bless your little heart. Just bless yourself. Bless yourself today. Watchchad.com, and you can also go and subscribe at YouTube. Just search out the name Chad Prather. You'll find me and hit subscribe. You can also visit blazetv.com slash Chad. Sign up for an annual prescriptions. <laughs> Sound like Colonel Sanders or, or something. a subscription, children. <laughs> and use promo code C-H-A-D. I spell it Chad. Uh, get, your an get your annual subscription right now so that Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, our little missionary child, the one that we saved from the grasp and the throes of tribalism, animalism, totemism, spiritualism, evilism, we saved her. Look at her. And now she glows with the, with the love of the good Lord in her face. And Chancey, the soulless ginger rapper, we are still praying for his soul that it'll be returned. <laughs> you subscribe to TheBlazeTV.com. Go to WatchChad.com. You'll know what's up. <laughs> and leave us a five-star rating, dear children, at the podcast place known as Apple. Five stars is what we accept. Party Foul Nation. Sweet T. Powell. Kentucky Kyle. <laughs> <laughs>